Greetings, adventurers, and welcome to the Adventure Incorporated podcast. I am your dungeon master, Anthony Reed. Uh, if you listen to the show, you may say to yourself, uh, Anthony, what exactly, which dungeons are you a master of? And I would say, all, like all of them, you know, uh, technically speaking. What, did Steph put you up to this? Is this her? Did she tell you to ask me that? Uh, whatever. This is episode 23, and it is part of the Ancient Secrets story arc, and we are so excited uh, to have you here. Thank you for coming to join us on the Adventure Incorporated podcast. Thank you for uh, being a part of our adventure, and you can be more of a bigger part of our adventure, I guess I would say. Uh, in a couple of ways. One way is to make sure you're following us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, our social media footprint, if you will, uh, to get all of the information as it comes out, to see the cool things that we're doing, to be a part of the discussion. You can also head to our Discord, which has links right in the show notes uh, and on our website, adventuringpod.com, and you can be even more directly a part of the discussion. It's a cool community. We talk about a ton of stuff. There's some great people there that we really, really love having around to talk to. Uh, and we're always there for you. Just just come and talk to us and we will be uh, someone. You know, someone will be around. I'm sure someone's around. Uh, and then, of course, you can be a patron at patreon.com slash adventuring like all of our other amazing patrons who support the show monetarily. And we try to give a little value back to the people who do that. And so you would be able to get access to maybe a, a special feed of bonus episodes with special guests every month. That's, uh, wow. I mean, wow. It's it's actually pretty great. It's We, we do some cool stuff on those. Like, we get some fun storylines brewing on the side there that are not relevant to our main plot, but are part of the world. They are canon, and uh, it gets pretty wild. We also have our $10 tier, which gets to do exciting things like submit magic items to me. I finally have a couple of magic items submitted by the patrons that could wind up in, uh, in players' hands. They're going to be part of the pool of weapons and magic items and things that players can uh, can roll up in the shop. So that's going to be super exciting. I cannot wait uh, to see those things uh, have a chance to pop up. And we also do some other uh, content creation uh, for the, the patrons of that tier. We make uh, D&D stuff on a live stream. All of this is because of the patrons, and you can be a patron too. You can get access to all of this. This is all stuff that is within your grasp for uh, just by supporting the show at patreon.com slash adventuring. Okay, you know what? I'm ready to get rolling. Let's get started. Nobles and farmers, knights and scoundrels, gather round, gather round to hear a tale of excitement and mystery. Brave adventurers facing grave dangers. Billroth, the ranger, She's a Grimalkin, that's, uh, but that's understood. No pets allowed, even though she's not a pet. I will wait outside. Everyone, if anyone needs anything, I am outside. Scarpin, the cleric. Should I just try and snipe them from over here? Yeah, okay. I did say they were as good as dead. I would hate for, for my, you know, to break my word on our first contract as Adventure Incorporated. Ellery, the bard. We would want you to leave this warehouse. He points behind him. Mm-hmm. Church! Oh, sorry. We want you to leave this church. Deerin, the wizard. He say you no worship Shattered Fang. Yeah, man, he's like super wrong. 
We love Broken Tooth. Uh, Shattered Fang, man. Prepare yourselves, for these are the tales of Adventure Incorporated. Uh, let's get started. Okay. In the aftermath uh, of the, the battle with the large demon, uh, the other demons have scattered. Uh, things have quieted down across the battlefield, but soldiers are uh, taking some time to rest. Uh, and there's still a scattering of imps and uh, small demonic creatures that are, uh, you know, prancing around that get slaughtered here and there, uh, shot off from across the battlefield, that kind of thing. Uh, like, it's clear there was a battle here, uh, and the injured soldiers are definitely an indicator of that as they take time to rest and recuperate. Uh, you may also use this time for a short rest, as the rest of the crew does as well. Um, um, when the creatures burst into flames, do they leave anything behind? Because uh, when we when we fought them, they didn't, if I remember correctly. But I could also yeah. be misremembering. These do not. They burn into like a uh, an ash that basically when there is enough of them in an area that have been killed, like you can see the ash kind of collecting in places, uh, but it is mostly they're just burning away. I, uh, I scoop up some. I scoop up some and put it in a little pouch. Okay. Uh, two of the mages that are with the general come and find you, Ellery, and Deren. Um, your magic. Quite impressive for hedge witches. Oh, um, thank you. You, I have not seen such uh, focus, such concentration of raw power. You touch so much of the energy at once. You must be exhausted when you finish. Do we feel that? No. So for you, uh, it is like it is like the the energy is so abundant that when you cast a spell like you normally would, I mean it exp it's way more powerful than you expect it to be, uh, but it doesn't expend any more of you than it normally would. Okay. Cool. You know, us hedge witches are just taught if you work really hard, you can do anything you set your mind to. Deren nods. We could, if, I mean, if you are capable of wielding that kind of power, then you would be most welcome on any battlefield we face. Sometimes hours and hours into the battlefield, we are or into the battle, we are still facing demons as they pour through holes. It is our duty to rend them with flame and lightning. You would oh, well, be most welcome. I don't really do the flame or the lightning. That's more, you know, Deeran's area. Yeah, um, I, I like really appreciate the offer, uh, but like. My friends and I are kind of, you know, we're, we're like, we're in it to win it here this time. Uh, but like, you know, we got uh, like our own stuff to do, too. You know, um, 
But like, we're definitely down to like help out, you know. I am just, I'm, I am just shocked. The beam that you summoned forth, that you tore through that creature with. Uh, I mean, if you can do that, you know, forty or fifty times, that's just uh, an immense amount of power. I mean, uh, and Deeran kind of like thinks about how many times he can cast uh, that that spell. Uh, that was like he's talking about Witch Bolt, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, I I don't know that I could do that like forty or fifty times, man. Uh, but your power, you said it. That is how you cast your... Interesting. Interesting. Like, I mean, you know, like... Uh, over a few days or whatever, sure. How many times do you think you could cast that before you would need to sleep? Oh, like, uh... And he, like, thinks about uh, his, like, own arcane abilities... Well, like, I guess, uh, probably, like, I could do it at least, uh, like, seven times, uh, before, like, I would need, like, a juice and a nap or whatever, uh, but then, like, after that, I could do it again, uh, another couple of times, at least. Seven? They look at each other, uh, and the other, uh, court mage... So your potency, I can see now why your spells are so potent. Oh? Because you are so limited in your ability to cast them. You pack a big punch, but only Thanks. a few times. Well, uh, all right. If you came to uh, study with the court mages, as you would be welcome to do, we could teach you to refine your power. To make it less good, but more often? Yeah, clearly, you have great capacity. You have uh, strengthened a muscle, so to speak, a metaphorical one, that allows you to channel large amounts of energy into one singular spell. And now we would teach you to flex a different muscle, one that would let you channel smaller amounts of energy into a great number of spells. Oh, it's like my grandma always used to say, you know, it's not about how many sheep you can lift over your head at one time, it's about how many sheep you can get back into the pen. Okay. Uh, perhaps. You see, because if you lift the, sh the sheep, it means you're strong, but it, you know, it doesn't matter if you're, you know, if you're just putting one away. Certainly. If you only flex one of these metaphorical magical muscles then you are limiting your potential and it is clear that both of you have great potential the power yeah. that you wield is radiates well like wouldn't it just be better to, to like do what we do a lot like so like wouldn't it be better for you to like get the strong magic muscle that we have but if you don't have the muscle to do things many times, 
then you can't do them many times strong as well. I agree with you. Perhaps flexing both muscles at once is the way for us unlocking true power. And you have followed a path we have not. And so if you follow our path as well, perhaps you will be able to show us a new way. Oh. Oh. Uh, um. Yeah, man. Like, uh, we'll see, right? Uh, who knows what might happen? Um, who, you know, let... Uh, uh, do you have like a, a business card or anything that like you could give me and then like after this is all over like we can you know like we'll connect after you know like get lunch or whatever he smiles he says when this is over we'll find you I don't know <laughs> <laughs> oh hey uh, uh, dear and Hillary oh, we did it uh, did you see me out there I don't, I don't even need those stinking uh, spells. and uh, I just, uh, We did it. Yeah, Scarpin, you did such a good job uh, out there. Yeah, I was I was watching. Thanks, you yeah, did man, too. You were, you were so brave out there. All right. Running out there without any any magic or anything, man. That was awesome. Yeah, I was uh, protected with my faith. Well, not <laughs> literally. I wasn't, but you, you know what I mean. <laughs> oh, I thought you said face. <laughs> Oh, did you see that? Did you? Oh, yeah. Sorry, yeah, yeah sorry. It's just I misheard a little bit there, man. Oh, sorry. Yeah. Yeah, it must be because you're so good at holding your breath. You saw that? Oh, I didn't think anyone saw that. Okay, great. Yeah. Oh. You know, you puffed up your cheeks, so they made like little pockets. Uh-huh. Little pockets of air, so they didn't... That's the trick. That's that's the trick. That's all you got to do. <laughs> it's like an airbag. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Literally, yeah, that's all. That's that's air. Like a whole in there. bag full of air, you know, <laughs> in the cheeks. Great. Yeah, we're, we're just like right in your face. Yeah, if you if you punch someone, and they've got a bag of air in front of them, it doesn't hurt them so bad. Yeah, unless that bag like exploded or whatever. <laughs> well, if it exploded into their face, I I imagine it would be. Yeah, like if you filled that bag with like metal shrapnel or whatever. It would Why def- would you do that? In if you're protecting yourself. I don't know. It sounds really dumb, but I bet you know. <laughs> Who knows? Anyway, <laughs> hey man, um, and Darren looks back at the uh, court mage and tries to get like an insignia off him or something so, to like. Yeah, they've they've turned to leave, um, but on their backs they do have a uh, uh, an insignia uh, that appears to be um, an eye inside an hourglass. Do I like recognize a, that the top part of an hourglass at all? No, no. great. Does Scarpin uh, do a religion check? Please. Natural one? <laughs> nope. You don't recognize it at all. all right. Does Scarpin do a religion check? Nope. Natural one. He does not nope, do he one. He pretty much doesn't. Uh, <laughs> barely. Can't, can't do those here either. <laughs> uh, yeah, I- can I Go make? Ahead. Can I like make a check against that at all uh, from either Arcana or History? You're welcome to. Yeah, make a history check. Okay. Uh, 18 plus 6. 24. Yeah. This symbol is not one you recognize at all. Damn. Okay. So when you said no, you fucking meant it. Fuck you, Mike. <laughs> <laughs> fucking dice rolls are even augmented here. <laughs> hey, does is X true? No. Can I roll? Sure. 
Is it true? <laughs> no. <laughs> uh <laughs> no, I that's wanted fine. to know how true it wasn't. It wasn't. Uh, so not true. 100% not true. The general makes her way over as well. Uh, she says she looks at the patch where the demon was, where the most uh, of this ash has uh, sort of conglomerated, we'll say. Uh, and uh, she looks at the ash, she looks back at you, and she says, Good work. Thank you. When we finish our journey, I would have you come with me. It seems that your power will be undoubtedly useful in whatever the Archon will make us face. What about if... Can you, can you clarify finish this journey for me? Yes, when we finish marching. And we oh, reach oh, the Archon. Oh, okay. okay. The I Archon didn't know if it was going... like a, you know, long term, because I don't know how long we'll, you know, anyway. I don't know how long any of us have. We're all oh. hoping that we can make it through this. <laughs> well, that's not, that's not what I meant. Yeah, uh, no, man, I think we're going to be around a long time. Well, I okay. hope we all will. Uh, that is a good optimism uh, that I hope Thanks. that we can all share. I can't wait for us all, all four of us, to help you uh, with the Archon. Uh, hopefully we will reach the Archon soon. I do not know what madness he will bring us, but we will have to appease him if we hope to gain his favor. Now, how does he work exactly? Does he, like... When they say he sees with the titan's eyes, are they using that with the apostrophe after the S on titans or like before the S on titans? So is it like he, he gets to pick one titan and he sees through their eyes or like is it all of them lumped together so he's got a, got a full full picture? There are five archons. One for each of the titans. Oh. So apostrophe before the S. Uh, I see, yeah. And is it literally the tit- like seeing through the Titan's eyes, or is there some sort of metaphorical object with which he does such a thing? He or she, or they, I, do such a thing. I am not an Archon, and I do not know their secrets. Okay. But, uh, to my understanding, the Titan has no eyes. The Titan has no form. They are essence. They are everywhere. So when he, when the Archon speaks with the voice of the Titan or it sees with the eyes of the Titan, it is, it is a connection to that energy more than it is a, uh, a physical being. But again, I am no Archon. Cool. Get some rest. You will need it. Okay. Anthony, how many silver arrows were handed to me when uh, I incorrectly shot them with not a silver arrow? <laughs> uh, you have a dozen silver arrows. Twelve it is. Oh, no. No, no. A baker's dozen. Thirteen silver arrows. <laughs> Thirteen. 
13 arrows. Uh, yes, uh, but they uh, were made by bakers. They're, they're uh, uh, bread 13 arrows. silver arrows made by a baker. Mm. They're breadsticks. Owed. Oh, yeah, and then uh, Scarpin has sticks. a silver short sword he attached to his um, staff. <laughs> Making like a makeshift uh, like spear. Yeah, yeah, yeah pike. spear. Yeah, yeah, and it's got it's got silver coins on the other side. <laughs> You're right. Uh, okay. <laughs> so uh, you guys continue to travel. The the soldiers all get back together. The caravan begins to move again uh, eastward and to the north. Uh, is there anything that you want to do while you travel? Is there anything else that uh, you guys want to look into? Um. At some point during the travel, at like night, Belroth wants to do a little experiment with his own magic. Um, okay. He wants to get when there's not a lot of, basically when only the gang is around, uh, ideally. Um, he. You make, sure you want us around for that? Yes. Yeah, buddy. We don't have to be there. Experimenting? Yeah, like <laughs> I mean, you can experiment with your own magic. You like, tell us wherever about you want, but. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, uh, Rob, well, I was making a masturbating joke. Sorry. That's not an experiment, dude. <laughs> that's just practice. Yeah, I got that down. Uh, <laughs> um. uh, so uh, it is the group and Doran. Doran finds his way to like the the campfire with you guys pretty frequently. Not every night, but most nights. Uh, he winds up over there playing a flute. And uh, just, like, not chatting with you. Sure. So, like, when he's kind of not paying attention or, like, doing his own thing, just playing a flute or whatever, um, Belroth is going to elbow um, Deren and be like, Deren, I... So my the magic I use as a ranger that I've studied doesn't seem yeah. to work normally here. But being a tiefling, I have... We, we are given certain gifts naturally that are not uh, derived from that sort of training. So oh. I want to see what happens, but I'm terrified do, uh, Doran's going to get scared and I'm going to do something like make too many teeth, but demon teeth, and everyone's going to exile me from the camp. You want to like sneak off into the woods? Sure. sure. Yes. Yes. That seems right. correct. <laughs> uh, no one ever got upset when a bunch of people snuck off into the woods and did demon shit in the dark. <laughs> <laughs> Deeran just gets up and walks away from the campfire into the middle of the woods. Uh, the hedge witch trials. <laughs> Whoa! Ah! Demons! Uh, <laughs> I've never seen Blair Witch Project. Oh, that's so good. I imagine it goes like that. That's exactly it. Honestly. So ah! Ghosts! <laughs> now just imagine that on VHS. Yeah, I was I was shaking while yeah, yeah, yeah. I was yeah, saying it. You couldn't, bit. you know, you couldn't hear it in yeah. the podcast. You couldn't I, see no, it I either because that, uh, of the camera angles current, were so. Like, yeah, yeah. Your current audio and video quality are too high for Blair Witch. So if you can just uh, drop down to like a four sixty, that'd be p. That'd be great. Yeah, dropping down, baby. <laughs> oh, much better. Here we are. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all haters. Uh, okay, Blair Witch uh, was dope. I loved it. It wasn't bad. Uh, Belroth takes out a torch uh, and he kind of like 
takes out like a flint and like lights it on fire and sort of stakes it in the ground to like so it sits up correctly. Whoa. <laughs> Everyone's spooked. Um and uh, now they're going to know where we are. I thought we were sneaking off. Well, oh, I I it'll be fine. Um and okay. There's someone in the woods. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's okay. This is Belroth and Deeran over there. I don't know what uh, they're doing yet. Let's watch. Oh, uh, Belroth then like <laughs> flicks out the 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 torch. Oh, they're uh, gone. Oh my gosh. Okay. <laughs> That one was the easiest version, but now how good is your... Can you see my eyes? Is that something you can see? Is it too dark? I mean, I can feel you. I'm touching you right now. I can make little lights that look like fireflies. Whoa! Is that... <laughs> oh, sorry, did you... Sorry, oh, it's perfect, it's perfect. <laughs> no, I didn't. <laughs> I was so caught up in the Blair Witch that I would just put myself in this scene. Sorry, No, continue. I love the idea. We just, like, walked, snuck off, and you're just, like, there. <laughs> <laughs> she just <laughs> followed. She, she's Lauren's like, uh, everyone came out here, so I came too. What's happening? <laughs> <laughs> sorry, sorry, sorry. Uh, continue with your <laughs> dark blindness. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Um, Belroth takes a small uh, twig and like flint tries to like light that on fire, so it's just like a little matchstick kind of flame. Uh, so so are, are you are you using your your flint for that? Like you're you're lighting a, a physical fire. Yes, but just like he's trying to get like a very small flame, okay. very tiny flame, and then okay. with his tiefling ability, he's going to use thaumaturgy to cause okay. the flames to flicker uh, and brighten and change to a purple color. And he wants to see what happens. Okay, you uh, focus your uh, tiefling energy mm-hmm. into this thaumaturgy. Um, and like he have... he like puts his hands like kind of around the flame to sort of like shield it but also to like normally push the magic that he doesn't really think too hard about into it. Yeah, and you normally you don't have to, you know, you don't think too hard about it. Uh what does strike you when you try to do it this time is the torrent of magic that pours into you uh through the thaumaturgy and in fact the flame turns purple and gets big, very big, much larger than you intended as it bursts out (laughs) between your fingers into this like explosion of fire around you and the ground around you, you can feel a creeping darkness spread from your point of origin outward as the plants around you die and things blacken in the light of the fire burning above Uh, you. He he takes the stick and he like stamps it out as quickly as he can and oh, tries to are. channel the, the magic into it to make it disappear. Oh, uh, as you pump more of this magic in, the fire is out immediately, but that circle of darkness spreads further away from you uh, in this area. Uh, he did it, man. That was what I was worried about. That felt very much like how the Demon Isles felt when everything was changing. Except, um, more death. Uh Oh, I think there are... I've just been thinking about how the, the Demon Isles are connected to these seven demons and... I, there's all they're all connected to one there's seven aisles seven demons and 
they're all I'm of those monsters and I don't like that I don't like the way people look at me because it feels correct it feels like they see something I don't I haven't seen before and I am uh, feeling a little uncertain Deren. yeah man um I think it's important to remember that these are people from like the olden days, right? So they're ignorant as hell too. So like, don't <laughs> worry about it, man. No, uh, I, like I, that. Uh, yeah, sure. Like it, it does. It like we did find out that like where the tieflings come from or whatever uh, is pretty uh, direct line connected to you. But like, um, at the same time, man, we know that you're a good guy, and we know that. You know, you're doing the right thing. So, like, if they've got a problem, that's for them to deal with. I. Uh, Deren takes a bite of jerky and, like, holds the other half <laughs> out uh, to Belroth. Uh, Belroth, like, politely takes it, but doesn't bite into it because he's not particularly hungry right now, but <laughs> he wants to be. I pre I really do appreciate the support. It's I mean I talk brought you out here because I figured you would maybe understand this more than I what's happening with the magic. But I just it's easy to hear someone say that you are accepted for who you are, and it still doesn't feel like I can believe that right now. Yeah, uh, like, you know, I know they don't accept you, uh, but, like, our group does. And when we get back home, like, there's tons of people who are, you know, there's tons of tieflings around. Like, it's it's not a huge deal or anything. Like, But what if I, I had don't... a tiefling professor, you know, like. What if I don't accept me, Deren? Well, I mean, jeez, uh. And Deren pulls out another piece, piece of jerky. I'm, I'm really like, quite all right. I got this one right here. Oh, no, no, this one's for me, man. Oh, okay. Uh, finishes chewing, uh, and then he looks at you and goes, here's what I know, man. Uh, the way people, like, treat you and, like, the things they expect of you, uh, you know, that's... That's their stuff. Like, the only thing that you can do is, like, care about your own perception of you, you know? And, like, if if they're coloring that, man, like, chase down, like, what you like about you, you know? And, like, what you know about you. And, like, hold on to that for a little bit. Like, that's, that's what I, I do. Uh, and he takes a, like, he nervously rips a piece of the jerky off and feeds it, like, puts his hand down to feed Freya, like, instinctively. Uh, I don't know if Freya's there, I, Anthony. I assumed Freya think... was sleeping back at the camp. Yeah, she's back sleeping by the fire. <laughs> That's fine, yeah. Uh, he holds it down for just, like, a couple of seconds and then, like, looks down, realizes what he's doing, and, like, There's puts a squirrel, it in his like, pocket. scampers over. Uh... <laughs> but, yeah, man, like... I don't know, bud. Uh, but we're here. Um, 
Thank you. And Belroth turns he around. He like wipes his uh, jerky hand off on his on his cloak and like puts it on Belroth's shoulder. Uh, <coughs> and as they're walking back, um, Belroth like takes his piece of jerky that he didn't even touch and throws it to the squirrel, and looks at, <laughs> looks at Deeran and says, "And just don't call me Bud. I didn't really like you calling me Bud. It was just a weird nickname. I just didn't like it." All right, man. That's better. Hey, uh, Ellery. Uh, yeah, Scarpin? How come, uh, how come you're so strong here? Um, Scarpin, I'm gonna be honest with you. I have no idea. I... I think that, um, I think that if we're talking in relation to you and why you're maybe not so strong, is that the root of the question? I can tell you why. She carries Voris's gift. Voris? Who's Voris? uh, The Titan who brought magic to the world. My... My grandmother said, don't accept gifts from strangers, because you never know that it, it might be poison. <laughs> <laughs> really on the nose with that one. <laughs> Wise words. Uh, though in this case, I think uh, you, you weren't really given much of a choice uh, as to whether or not you accepted Voris's gift. At least I don't, none that I'm aware of. Uh, and I don't believe it to be poison, although... Uh, you are a hedge mage, and maybe there are hedge witch, and maybe there are things that hedge witches do that are different than how the court mages react. Uh, but the gift is that power that you can touch, that you can tap into, that others cannot. That um, you can see and feel and manipulate magic. Can you tell me? Oh, okay. Um. Okay. That sounds like a good answer. And sadly for you, my uh, large shelled friend, uh, you just weren't born with the gift. (laughs) Fine. And he turned. (laughs) He turns a little away from Doran. And I, I do have a question for you, though, my friend. Oh, sorry, I can't that... hear you. Uh, <laughs> okay, I mean, I I wasn't the one responsible for you not being born with the gift. I don't know why I'm being punished, but okay. Oh, no, I feel bad now. What, what do you want? <laughs> that shield that you carry. I cannot help but notice the beautiful painting of a snowflake that you have put upon the front of it. What is that? Well, uh, we all have different beliefs, and for me, I, uh, it is the symbol of my, my goddess, uh, Oleander. But, uh, is that a, a goddess of your, your people? Yes, uh, apparently it hasn't, she hasn't come to the mainland, and maybe that's why, uh, normally I'm able to cast great magics, actually, yes, very, very impressive magics. But so oh, it's true, oh. I've, I've seen oh, yeah. it. 
okay yeah, yeah. So, so perhaps no i no you're right it's it, it, that makes total sense i get that now right. i understand yeah, yeah. It's, it's you just, were born with the gift just not here and uh back in your home right not uh, in the where, where no one is right yeah, yeah back in the turtles yeah. yes very, well, it's very impressive um mm-hmm. so, mm-hmm. so that's the that's the story of the shield it's my grandmother's actually it's a, she, uh, it's a, it's a, it was her shield in a way in a manner of speaking yes <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I protected her back for a long, long time. <laughs> but uh, here, well, I... So, me, uh, I, I have a particular affinity for, for accessing the dreamscape. And... Anthony, over the nights, uh, Scarpin's been attempting to access the, the dreamscape. Has he been successful in doing that or dreaming? Uh, you have not been successful in accessing the dreamscape. Uh, nor have you had dreams. Uh, but uh, I can't, can't even do that here. Right? Just, just oh, nothing. Scarpin, do you want me to tell you about the latest dream I had? Oh, uh, would you? Would you? I, it, I feel so tr- cut off from from that world, and it would, it would mean mean a lot. Thank you. It was wild. Okay, so. I was back home in Naya and I was walking around and I was just doing normal, you know, everyday things. And then I realized that I wasn't wearing any shoes. And no it, shoes. Was, it was really at the top of my mind that I wasn't wearing any shoes because all of the places that I were walking were places that you'd normally wear shoes. And my feet weren't dirty at all. It was like all of the mud and all of the, you know, I was walking through the animal pens and I was walking oh, through the pantries. Without shoes. And, and all of these things that should be, you know, all of the the dirt and grime that should be on my feet, oh. they weren't there. My feet were still clean. And I, Dream Me, wasn't worried about the fact that I was wearing no shoes in unsanitary places. The, I was just living my barefoot life. And, and I woke up and I was really kind of, you know, in distress about the fact that I was so nonchalant about not wearing shoes. Wow. At least you didn't go anywhere like a public restroom. That yeah, that would have been that would have been the worst. Uh, that would have been the real test. Oh, well, no, no, thank you, thank you very much. That was a, that was a great dream. I'll I'll, I'll, I'll remember that. Uh. Scarpin appears more content than he had and stares into the fire. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, a couple Eventually, more days. Eventually, of- Deeran oh, like plops back down in front of the fire, uh, and like finishes his jerky um, and just kind of smiles at everybody before going to bed. Good night. Good night. Good night, everybody. Good night. Sweet dreams to Uh, everyone else. A few more days go by of travel. Um, They pass fairly uneventfully before you reach the end of the Starlight River um, as it passes into the mountains and to the ocean beyond. Uh, And this is where, uh, sitting at the very head of the Starlight River, uh, just at the base of the mountain, uh, there is a figure in long gray robes uh, sitting, staring into the water. Uh, The figure has long gray hair uh, that goes down to the ground and basically when they're sitting there, it's all like splayed out behind them on the in the dirt. Um, Does the it have tangles s- in it? 
Um, it's for not, later. I would say unkempt. It is unkempt. Mm. Okay. Uh, the um, the general stops the caravan um, and comes and finds the four of you. Uh, and the the general she says, "I suspect that we will not have a lot of time to prepare. So before we approach the Archon, please prepare yourselves." Ellery kind of looks down and like straightens out her dress a little bit, like, and then gives a little thumbs up. Hey, hey, general. Yes. Are we going to fight the Archon? I do not know. The way you said, like, prepare yourself makes me wonder. I think it is a very real possibility that the Archon oh. will, could try to fight us. That hadn't entered into my mind at all. Deeran, I'm glad you said something. I assumed they yeah, were on our side. Yeah, they I thought are. so too, until until the general came over and said, prepare yourselves. Like, you know, something bad was going to happen. The Archon is largely on our side. Presumably on our side. The Archon does not think like we think. It is subsumed by the power that it touches. And I think that we should be prepared for anything. When I last came to the Archon, I had to fast for five days in under the elements. In order Deeran to turns with the Archon. like white as a ghost. <laughs> Scarpin turns as white as a Ghost. Corpse in. Yeah. As, as he already <laughs> is. Like uh, imperceptibly white. <laughs> <laughs> I, that was just to speak with the Archon. And they gave me a list of demands that when I was able to fill them, I could return. And uh, she turns and uh, motions for some of her soldiers who bring her a giant bag of gemstones. These gemstones are part of the demand that was given me. And it is part that I will bring in. This part is what I can, will bring over there now. The rest, the silver, we're going to leave in the carts. But that was also part of the requirement. More silver than... I'm not even really sure how we got our hands on all of it at this point. It was It's so much silver. But that was what was requested. All right, then. Uh, and Deeran goes ahead and casts Mage Armor on himself again. Okay. She uh, hefts the gems onto her back and uh, leads the four of you toward the Archon. Uh, as you get closer, you can see that the Archon is an elf. Uh, and it appears to be feminine. Uh, and she stands as you approach, but does not turn to you. She still seems to be staring at the, uh, river as it flows. And she says, Ah, you have returned. And you come with what I have requested. The general looks at you guys 
apprehensively, like as if to say, this is it. Be ready. Ellery bows or curtsies. I mean, uh, the general looks at you, uh, then sort of just shakes her head a little bit as she looks back, uh, at the, (laughs) at the Archon and she says, Archon, I have brought what you requested Although I, you will have to forgive me, I am a bit confused. You are not the Archon I spoke to. And the Archon then turns. And in a moment you see not one face, but like many faces, but almost like they're overlaid on the same person. Like they are many people at once and no one. And their face just is this almost expressionless, blank, featureless face that looks back at you. I can be many things to many people, but I assure you, this task is the one I put before you. She comes forward and grabs the bag of gems and scatters them onto the ground in front of her, next to the, uh, the flowing and rushing Starlight River. She looks them over, takes in a deep breath. She says, I bring you the gift that Voris brought to help your people. (sighs) She lets out the breath and you watch as the gems begin to glow as energy washes over them. These gems are now tied the pieces of the world that Voris touched. Those places link to magic beyond this world. It links to the power of the arcane itself. And as long as these links are in place, these gems will draw power from them. If ever the links are broken, they will use what power they have but in time their strength will fade. Let these be the nails that build our prison. Let these be the pieces that hold the door in place. The Archon turns and raises her hands up above the water and from the lake emerges a giant stone wheel. The wheel is carved intricately with patterns and runes, and it is fitted with places for the gems to slide into. And she motions and the the wheel comes forward toward her, and it drops to the ground. She says, fill these runes with molten silver and embed these gems in this place. Take this on your campaign, General. Take this to the demon isles and you will use it to stop the advance of their army place it on the gateway and the gateway will hold as long as magic has its touch on this world the general motions for soldiers who come and pick up the uh, like it takes like 15 20 soldiers to come and lift up this giant stone wheel uh, and move it The Archon says, I have more 
for the five of you. But no others may enter. No others may come. Are you prepared? The general looks to you. Ellery checks to make sure her dress doesn't have any wrinkles. And then she nods. Does she check for shoes? <laughs> yes. She does an extra like double glance to make sure she's wearing shoes. Scarpin looks over and sees that and nods. <laughs> <laughs> I'm ready. It's not a dream. I am ready as well. Belroth pets Freya on the head. I'm, we're ready. Tyrion I gives give... a meek thumbs up. <laughs> <laughs> I give you now the last piece. The last, the last of the Titans has given their blessing. This is what Jean was willing to share. Secrets of times long forgotten. But in order to access these secrets, each of us now must test you. This is the way of the Titans, that all things come with effort and only with effort can you appreciate and understand what you are given. And so you will be tested in the old ways. Tested in the ways that are part of our very being. Nothing is easy. Nothing is free. Come. We must leave the eyes of others. We must go where we can be in secret. And she turns away from the river and heads into the mountains, uh, just starts up a path uh, up through the mountain ways. I guess we should follow, the general says. Um, right. And she begins to walk. Hey, um, how literal do you think this like old test thing is going to be anyway? Um, I hope it's not like a pencil and paper thing, because honestly, in school, I was never very good at those. I just kind of wanted to, you know, to learn things by doing, because I feel like it never really sunk in unless I was doing it myself. So the, the you know, choose A, B, C, or D, it, it never really, never really worked for me. Personally, I hope it is a test, a physical writing test. I actually quite, <laughs> quite good at those compared to other tests. I actually learn best by reading than I do by doing. Yeah, Scarpin uh, walks next to Belroth. <laughs> In the physical essay test line? <laughs> well, he just wants to make sure that they have to like take a seat somewhere that he's just going to sit next to oh. him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man, like... Ellery, you shouldn't feel bad about not being good at tests, though. Like, those things are set up to, like, make you fail. Like they're they're supposed to like they're they're structured in a way that like they're not for everybody, you know. But that doesn't make any sense because if everybody has to go to school, then everybody should be afforded an opportunity to show what they know in the way that they know it. Yeah, I don't know. 
I don't know that they see it that way. I just feel like you should give, you know, give them opportunities to to show that they know, you know, that they've read the book in some way and and, and tell you what they know about it rather than doing stupid things like what was that monster's eye color? Hey, whoa, whoa. Yeah, Excuse that sounds me. like If nobody failed, did anyone really pass? Listen, I've, I've graded question. on enough curves to let you know that there are plenty of times I've let a class pass that shouldn't have. Because it was an elective and I felt bad. But, okay. And I wanted... <laughs> and I wanted to. So that's mostly it. Well, that that feels... doesn't feel very fair to the other classes that you didn't want to... But I've never been in formal school, and so I guess I don't know anything. <laughs> I mean, honestly, Ellery, like, that kind of is how it felt. Uh, that's why That's why I finished. You know, going to school, I mean. Like, I just finished. I was all done. No, I can understand. If it's just like, you know, if the professor wants you to pass and they just pass you... Or if they want you to fail and they just fail you and you don't really have any chance to show that you know the stuff. I feel like that's an oversimplification of what I said, but I'm not going to defend myself any further. <laughs> oh, no. I wasn't trying to attack you, bud. I just wanted to make sure that... No, don't. He, he hates that, man. He hates what? Would you... It's fine. When you say bud. No, it's called me bud. I don't like it. I don't know why. Oh, Wait, it's sorry. Fine that's when, the first time I've... It's I'm fine so, when she says no, it, but I not when I say it. I'm so sorry, Belroth. I didn't, I didn't realize. I didn't no, know. No, it's okay. It's really... I'm, no, I'm I not trying to make a big deal. Out of, it's just a, The general turns back. She says, hey, buds, pay listen. attention. We got stuff coming on. I really... <laughs> <laughs> Uh, <laughs> My virtue name is Bud. It's Beacon. Call me Beacon. <laughs> if you're gonna if you're gonna say something informal, okay. Uh, but that's like two syllables. Well, whatever, Beak. <laughs> <laughs> Belroth shrugs. He doesn't hate it. <laughs> I especially like that one coming from you, Scarpin. <laughs> what? Well, because like if. You know, uh, endearing gestures to like his mouth area. Do I have something on my his face? His beak area? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Turtles don't have beaks, do they? Is that a beak? Yeah, they, it's like a beak mouth amalgamation. Uh, a a beaketh. Yeah, turtles have a beaks. They have like legit beaks. They don't have teeth. A meek. <laughs> a meek. <laughs> Can you imagine a turtle with a teeth? A mouth. Scarpin has teeth. <laughs> Someone ne- should looking, Google I'm turtles looking at, with teeth and send us <laughs> <laughs> images. No, don't. Do that. Don't, don't do that. Podcast at gmail.com. I don't so want to see any of that. I'm going to cut this so hard. <laughs> I just don't want any of that. Mike and I get the... all the emails to our actual inbox, and I don't want that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm looking at the official character drawing of Scarpin. He's definitely got a He's beak. Got... He has, like, one tooth. Like... It's not even a tooth. Oh, even it's, a cr- it's a little jaggedy beef peak piece. Here, I'm sending. I'm sending uh, an, two very accurate photos of turtles with teeth. Ew. I don't like that. I'm done. Uh, so you hear voice uh, echo it's out. Like horses without the... eyes all over again. <laughs> it is, and I don't want this. <laughs> oh, oh wow. Oh, oh, I'm uncomfortable. Uh, all right. <clears throat> As you walk up this mountain pass. 
Um, after, you know, 20 minutes of walking, uh, a voice echoes from in front of you. It says, in the times before, when there was chaos and darkness, four, five beings came together. They created the world you see before you. The process was slow and painstaking. And the first step was when Shanarel took the pieces of chaos that swirled around her and created the elements. The path in front of you begins to light up and four barriers stand in your way. Across, uh, in the center of the pathway, just in the middle of the, of the path, there is a pillar. And the pillar has uh, four stones on it. And I now uh, go to you. Skeppin walks I... up and checks out the stones. Yeah. Okay. Uh, each of the stones has on it one of uh, a symbol related to one of the elements. Picks up the one that he thinks represents water. Okay. Uh, nothing. Nothing happens. You are holding the stone that represents water. Elrond oh. goes up to the one that he thinks represents uh, wind. I guess. You He's got uh, it in his hand. You grab it. Really wanted to do like you squeeze it too hard, it breaks. You've now broken wind in front of everyone. Well, <laughs> <laughs> but that's not true. That's not what happens. He holds it quite delicately. <laughs> Ellery does an investigation check on the it, Earth one. It was Belroth. <laughs> uh, all right, uh, give me an investigation. <laughs> it's better than breaking water. Yikes. Oh gosh. <laughs> <laughs> it's a stone with the element of earth on it. Sure is. Um, that is a three. A three <laughs> investigation? Yeah. Yeah. That's it. That's all you yep. get. Yep. <laughs> uh, Deeran grabs the last stone then. The one that has markings of fire. Great. Uh, he thinks this one's like a little aggressive for me, but all right. No, but Deeran, you do the stuff with the fire. Yeah, you do do a lot of fire things. Yeah, it, it <laughs> just, you know, like, it, it's so much more, all right. And and Scarpin is a turtle, so obviously water. That's why I went with the water. It was really a toss-up between, you know, earth and wind for me, but I picked wind. For, I don't know, for some reason I feel like I've done earth in a previous life, and that's that's totally fine. <laughs> but in this life... <laughs> oh, I no, I'm glad you did, because all of my, you know, all of my power comes from the earth, so... Oh, perfect. Well, there you go. That would have been a better um, reason not to take Earth, Belra. Yeah, even it is much better. I'm glad I chose what I chose. Scarfin <laughs> goes to one of the pillars, uh, for one of the barriers, and uh, the, investigates it. Yeah, so the barrier has uh, four slots uh, that are across the front of this barrier. Um, and as you approach one of these little spaces, it looks to be about the size of the stone and words begin to appear over the barrier, uh, in that space. 
Uh, and it says, I am not alive, but I grow. I've, uh, damn it. Why did I have to write this? Oh, as soon uh, as words appear, Ellery says, oh my gosh, they're riddles. <laughs> I've not, I I've don't got understand no the part where it says, damn it. <laughs> but I need air. I don't have a mouth, but I can drown. I think that one's me, man. Yeah. Uh, and Deeran puts the firestone there. Okay. Uh, as you step up and approach, you place the firestone there, and you are thrown backwards uh, with a blast of power um, that uh, reverberates as the the barrier that you were like a, one of the barriers glows brightly. Did it? Did the stone stay there? No, it's in your hand still. Um, can you read it again? I'm sorry. I am not alive, but I grow. I've got no lungs, but I need air. I don't have a mouth, but I can drown. Uh, uh, Darren, I think you were right on, on the right track. Uh, maybe we need to do them all at the same time. Darren, are you okay? Are you okay? <laughs> yeah. Uh... I, I don't know, man. Like I'm hearing this riddle, right? And I don't know how it's not fire. No, I think it has to be. So let's well, let's look at the it other. Could ones. also be wind. You want me to try it again? No, 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 <laughs> no, no. But let's look at the other ones, and then maybe like Scarpin said, we all do it at the same time. Oh. Or Belroth. Someone just said was, that, but I, it I was can't Scarpin. remember. Thanks, Ben. Thanks, thanks, friend. Um. Yeah. What are the other? The, so th- there's. Just words above this hole, and there's words above other holes as well, or just... Well, as you approach the other holes, the words Understood. Appear. Yeah, uh, Belroth approaches one and starts reading it. Okay. Uh, it says, My feet stay warm, but my head is cold. No one can move me. I'm just too old. I think that, that one's mine. Earthy. Maybe... Maybe we have to, to you know, to say. I'll, I'm just gonna wait. I'm gonna be patient, and then we'll listen to the other okay. words. Belroth. But she stands in front of the. Belroth moves to the next yeah, one. Yeah. Uh, Deeran stands in front of the the fire one still, but with hands in pockets. Okay. Um. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <clears throat> the you go to the next one. It says, "I always run, but never walk." Often murmur. That's me. Never yeah, talk. that's easy. That was this was water. <laughs> <laughs> Wind doesn't run. That makes no sense. I don't know, man. Like, what if we're? I'm not reading the rest. What's of the it. rest of it say? <laughs> Someone probably put a lot of work into these riddles, so maybe we should, you know, for their. I doubt it. I heard them. <laughs> maybe we should just maybe we should let you know finish reading it just just to okay, okay. to you know to honor honor the satisfy them yeah make it seem like it wasn't too easy that they had an appropriately difficult riddle to solve <laughs> oh Ellery. oh no <laughs> um uh, uh, so Belroth okay uh water run <laughs> often murmur never talk don't put water here I'm wind. <laughs> oh, oh, wait, 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 wait. <laughs> I told you guys I knew we should read the rest of the clue. Wait, 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 wait,
We almost screwed up again. <laughs> <laughs> that means the last one's mine. I don't know how this one's you, but like I don't know how wind runs or bat murmurs even. I, I mean, no, it's a different time. True. Uh, I'll read it if you want, but uh. <laughs> yes, because <laughs> I need to know. <laughs> uh, I always run but never walk. Often murmur, never talk. Have a bed but never sleep. Uh, an open mouth that never eats. Yeah, that, this is water. Okay, next one. <laughs> that is probably wind. Uh, the Could last one wind. says, uh, I touch your face. I'm in your words. I'm lack of space, beloved by birds. This feels very windy. You know, my grandma always said that birds aren't real. <laughs> your grandma's so smart. She did? Man. Yeah, you know, she would always, she would always say, you know, you never see a baby bird. I've seen <laughs> several baby birds. Mitch, Mitch, I've never. How have you never uh, seen a baby bird? I've seen baby chickens. Which is a type of that's bird. A, that's a bird. No, alley. they're like they're like they're they're not birds. They can't even fly very far up. I'm talking about the ones that are high. I've also in the sky. seen them. I've never seen a baby one of those. I've seen them. They exist. I love, I love the idea that Ellery's grandmother walked out on the porch. She looks up at the sky. She gets that face when she's about to say something profound, and she's like, "Birds aren't real." And just like turns around and walks away. Um. Okay. Sorry. Uh, um. Very wise, except right. conspiracy theorist. Also, just. <laughs> so should we try putting them all in? At the same time, maybe we count down three, two, one, and then put that them in. Sounds, that sounds like a great idea. Wait, was, was there an order uh, that like the stones appeared in? Like on the ground or whatever? They were all uh, on the top of the pedestal. But a like, single pedestal. Uh, left to right, I guess? Or they were like, were in, they a like circle. in a circle. Great. Yeah. So I don't think so. Um. Should we do it in the order that we picked them up then? Okay. Like, I just, I don't know. Like, because I, I I knew mine was fire and I went to put it in there and then, well, you saw. I could try that first. No, I know. I'd... Yeah. Which, yeah, what, which way do we want to try it? So I picked mine up first, the water. So here, here goes nothing. And he tries to plug it in. And you also get thrown backwards. <laughs> uh, stone still in hand. Uh, the barrier shimmers, but does not uh, change. Well, let's, I guess, then, uh, first of all, Scarpin, are you okay? <laughs> Thank you, but I'm okay. Yeah. Uh, same time? Yeah, same time seems like the next best conclusion. You don't want to try? No. <laughs> <laughs> all right. I just, you know, I figured I'd give everybody a chance if they wanted to have I mean, a chance. Ellery, do you want to try? Or, I mean, I'll... It just seems like we're all just gonna get blown away. Um, I, I, I maybe if it doesn't work altogether, I can try that going first. That sounds like a great idea. Let's do that. All right, well, all right. Uh, on on uh, three, two, two, wait, 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 two, wait, 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 on three, like one, two, three, or is it gonna be like one, two, three, uh, go? If you, I'm starting at three, uh, so don't go on three. <laughs> Okay. Okay. So is it three, two, one, go? Three, two, one, go. Go on, go. Go on, go. Don't go on one. Start on three, okay. end on go. Wait, ready. No, we should go faster. Go on one. So 
<laughs> we put it in on one because we have to do this quickly. Okay. All right. All right. All right. Three. All right. Three. Two. Two. One. Plug. One. <laughs> uh, all four of you place your stones in and the uh, barrier reacts, pushing back. Uh, but it seems like about a quarter of the strength of the push that you got before uh, from the, the blast of force. Uh, enough that you can hold the stone there as all four barriers shimmer and then shatter, uh, falling away. And the stone uh, crumbles alongside it. Good job, everybody. Hooray. Excellent. Yeah, good work. Good work. Uh, the voice echoes out through the the cavern again, or through the... Uh, you're sort of in like a... Uh, there's stone walls on either side as you walk through this ravine, basically. Um, and the voice echoes through that again as it says, Once the most fundamental building blocks were in place, it came to Voris, who gathered up the energy of this place and created each of the spaces where magic lives. Collected together, the arcane became a source of power to fuel creation. And as you continue to walk down this way, a, a, a beam of light up ahead shows some sort of creature in a uh, all hooded, head to toe. It is far enough away that you don't, you can't interact with it. It's like eighty feet away. It's just kind of a big open area. It's still in this sort of ravine that's probably, uh, we'll say, three people wide. You know, fifteen feet wide. Uh, but uh, the creature is far, is pretty far away. Um, the the general is behind you guys at this point. Uh, she is still with you though. I almost asked what, where, like, did she just not? Like- oh yeah, when you guys start doing <laughs> stuff at the puzzle, she was just like. Checked out. Like that's Great, not okay. her business at all. Okay. Well, um, do you think we should go up to the to it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll go, I'll go in front. I mean, I can stay right. far back here, and 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 while Freya goes up and attacks, so that I'm from a distance, I can snipe at them, or I can come closer. I don't care. I'm not afraid. Scarpin approaches. I'll go with you, Scarpin. The general's pretty emboldened by his uh, mage armor yeah. feeling so strong. The general approaches with you as well, Scarpin. Um, uh, as you approach the figure, uh, it's it's got both of its uh, sleeves like pressed together uh, and its hood down low. So uh, even as you get close, none of the features are visible. What's and it does not seem to react to you getting closer. Can Scarpin tries to walk around it? Okay. Uh, as you get within, we'll say uh, twenty feet uh, or so, uh, a hand comes out, hold, telling you to stop. The hand is uh, purple in color, and there are three fingers on the hand that holds up to stop you. Uh, Deeran grabs Scarpin's shell and like yanks him back when he sees that hand come up. What? what? Careful, man. The head lifts slowly and the tentacles begin to drop from the darkness. The hand reaches back and pulls off the hood and the mind flare in front of you blinks its eyes once and a 
Oh. We will face you in combat of magic. He puts his hands out and two creatures appear next to him. Uh, long, cat-like bodies with uh, tentacles off their backs. Uh, three rows of legs along the outside. Uh, and we're going to need initiative. Hey everyone, DM Anthony here, just reminding you that if you're enjoying the show, tell your friends, tell your family, uh, let people know, word of mouth, and you can support the show at patreon.com slash adventureinc, or you can check out the shop at adventureinkpod.com slash shop. Make sure you check the show notes and the website for all our social media, including our Discord, where you can come and hang out with some great people. We'll see you there. And until next week, I wish you nothing but critical success. Serious business.